Today's daf is daf chavav. We are holding uh, uh, towards the bottom of chavhei amid beis, three lines from the bottom. We learned yesterday that uh, although there seemed to be a machlokus in the Mishnah, whether or not if a person married, violated the rabbinical uh, decree, and he married his friend's pregnant wife or nursing wife, there was a machlokus in such a case whether or not that kinoy and the stira could lead to her drinking because uh, the, that's a marriage that we don't really want to perpetuate. You know, the whole idea of getting to drink is to get the husband and wife back together to perpetuate the marriage. And this fellow is in violation of rabbinical decree. So Tanakhama said we don't give it to drink. Uh, the, uh, I believe it was Rav Lezer, Rav Lezer came along and said no. He said that she can get, he can divorce her and then remarry her after the 24 months that are required of the uh, child to nurse, that it won't affect negatively the milk flow, and therefore she can drink because it could be a marriage that can be perpetuated because there's a way to do it in a way without violating the rabbinical decree. So, uh, the Rav Nachman said the argument is only Lagabe, those two scenarios. When it comes to an islandist, if a person is married to an islandist and he was without, he did not have children from a previous marriage, she has not fulfilled the mitzvah of Puravu. So it seemed over there that, uh, he said in an, uh, an islandist, uh, is, uh, it, it, that, that, that is, uh, you, you, if you, you can't, you can't give her to drink because we don't want to perpetuate that. But the, the, so what, what Rav Nachman said, no, when it comes to an islandist, even if the truth of the matter is he could marry another woman and have children with the other woman, however, Rav Nachman said that the opinions in our Mishnah both agree that an islandist, based on a special Xeris Akosov, an islandist never is given to drink the waters of the Sota. And the reason is because the Pasuk states that she'll drink and if she's found innocent, she'll conceive. Now obviously conceive we cannot mean that she actually will conceive because then you cannot give somebody who's pregnant or you could not give somebody that's old, you would not be able to give them... Uh, uh, so therefore the case... So, therefore, so, so what it means is somebody that in her lifetime, had the ability to conceive. Whereas an islandist, in her lifetime, never had the ability to conceive. Therefore, an islandist is excluded from drinking the soda waters. She doesn't drink the soda, soda waters. Even if it was kin and stira, she never is given to drink because she cannot, uh, she's, she's excluded from the, uh, the nixa venizra zera. So, on the more now, ask a question. This may be the more ask a question on Rav Nachman from the following Bryce. So, let's go through it. The case that we had in our Mishnah. A person that kinui to a woman that is only the first stage of his marriage. She's his wife, but he, she hasn't started living with him. She's not in, she hasn't moved into his house. It's only Erisin. Or Shomer's Yavam, or there's only a Zika, bond. His brother died without children, and he has that bond, and he was suspicious about her actions. He did Kinui, and 
and uh, with this either this arusa or if she secluded herself before he consummated the marriage, either in the case of the arusa before Nasuin or in the case of the Shemir's before he did Yibum, she went and uh, secluded herself. Lo shosa she doesn't drink. And also, we put, put the onus on her because she secluded herself. She also does not uh, collect suva for her actions. We learned that based on the, the town of Amishnah, I think it was Rabbi Yonason, it says tachas ishech and tachas isha, that it has to be completely under the jurisdiction of the husband for her to be able to drink. Now, Muberes Chaveiro, let's say he uh, married a, the, his friend's wife his friend either died or divorced her and she was pregnant or she was nursing an infant also we can't give them to drink because in violation of rabbinical edict so we don't want to perpetuate this marriage we're afraid that she might get pregnant and, and, uh, and, and lose her uh, milk supply so we have to wait 24 months after the child is born and they also do not collect their ksuva divrei rabbi meir. Now that's the opinion of rabbi meir, which would be the Tanakam in our Mishnah. Shahaya rabbi meir omer lo yisa adam muberes chaveira that the decree is that you're not allowed to marry the muberes, the pregnant woman of your friend or the pregnant wife of your friend, ex-wife, or menekes chaveira or a nursing, if she's nursing an infant of your friend, beim nasa. But if you did. Yotzi, you have to divorce her, below Yaksa Alamis, and you can never return to her. So therefore, it's not, there's no way to correct the situation, and therefore we do not want to perpetuate this, and she does not drink the Mesota. Fine. Chachamim Omrim, Yotzi, he says, no, there are, even though yes, you've done something wrong, we're not going to perpetuate it right now, meaning you, you will, the moral I think concludes in, uh, in Yavam, you have to divorce her. But but when the 24 months, the child is 24 months old, then you can take her back. So then, so therefore, you can go back and you can, you can marry her. And, right? and, and therefore, it's not a, a, a black and white that you don't want to perpetuate this, since therefore, therefore we can't allow her to drink. It's just that under circumstance, with the circumstances that he will divorce her and take her back later. He can, she can therefore drink. Clarify that whether or not she's a suru to him. Now, Harova, Harova is a young man, right, that, uh, that Shenosa Akara, who married a woman that was sterile, was a Kena, or, uh, was elderly. The aim low, and Akara over here means that she had uh, taken some kind of medication or some, some kind of thing happened post after he married her, that made her now barren, she's not able to have children. And he has no children from before. It was never Yotza, the mitzvah of Puravu. Lo Shosa, that woman, if those two women cannot drink and do not collect the Why? Because they are, would prevent him from being Yotza, the mitzvah of Puravu. So we don't want to perpetuate that marriage comes along Rabbi Lozer and says, no. He says, there's no problem with perpetuating that marriage. What are you worried about? Puravu? There's an option. What's the option? Marry a different woman. He says like this, Rabbi Lozer, let him marry somebody else and do Puravu with them. However, in contrast to the first cases, if let's say a person did Kinoi Stira with the uh, uh, Kinoi, 
Dipkinui with the Arusa and the Shemeres Yavam. So the first age of marriage, he warned her, I don't want you hanging out with Ruvain. Or he was, uh, before the Yibum, is the, just the Zika, I don't want you hanging out with Yibum. Alright? What happened was, then he went ahead and did Nesuin, or then he went into the Yibum, and she did the Stira post Nesuin, or post Yibum, when she's already fully under his jurist, in his jurisdiction. So therefore, then So then, in such a case, she's able to drink. She's in his jurisdiction. So therefore, she either drinks, and if she refuses to drink, then what? So Oshosa Olayna tells us about she doesn't will not collect the tzuvah, and obviously he has to divorce her. Now Muberes Umeinekes Atzmo, unlike when it's the, your friend's pregnant wife or uh, your uh, your friend's wife that's nursing your friend's child where you're not allowed to have relations with this woman because we're afraid it's going to diminish from the milk that she needs. If it's your own pregnant wife or if it's your own uh, uh, wife that is nursing a chi- your, your own child, all right, if you did kinoi and stira, right, if you did kinoi and stira, in such a case, we will allow her to drink. Now, even though we don't, it doesn't say here you have to wait until the child is born, until the child, no. There the halacha is very harsh. You do kinoi and stira, she'll drink, even though it might impact negatively on the fetus. Right or on the on, on, on the child which is nursing doesn't matter. So therefore, so therefore, muberes menekes atzmoi oishoisa oilonatosuvos. And if she doesn't want to drink, she does not collect her ksuva. Even though an outcome of that might be that you're harming the child as well, that's unfortunate. Now, harove, a young man shanasa ikakara that married a woman that became sterile, or zakena, or an elderly woman. The Aishla Isha Vanim, but he has a wife, he had a previous wife and child, that means he had children, he already was Makayan, the mitzvah of Puravu from before. So therefore there's nothing wrong with perpetuating this particular marriage, even though he can't have children with them, it doesn't matter why. Because he already was yoked to the mitzvah of Puravu with the other with a so therefore, Osho, sir, either this woman drinks, or Lona Tosas, or she will not receive her. So we're circling, we're trying to get to Isle in this. That's the case we're looking for now. Aisha's mamzer, let's say you have a woman that was married to a mamzer, alright? Uh, the mamzer. So therefore, the case is, it's the wife of the mamzer to a mamzer, meaning the bottom line over here, there's neither one, there's no violation in the marriage. Because a mamzer can marry a mamzer. A mamzer, a lot of marry a mamzer, okay? So therefore, Asia's mamzer, the mamzer, the Asia's not sin, the sin, same thing, the givonim, that are not a marry uh, full-fledged Jews, but they marry within their own, t- uh, uh, their own genre. The Asia's ger, a wife of a ger, or an eved, meshukrar, right? Or if the woman that you're doing the kinoy and stira is an islandist, that's circling to what we heard. In all of these categories, there's nothing wrong with the marriage per se, and therefore they either drink or they don't collect the ksuba. Now the case of the islandist, 
you have to say it's either going like Rabbi Lozer that you can marry a different woman and have children with her, or it's somebody that you had children from before. But either way, the bottom line is nothing wrong perpetuating the marriage, and therefore they drink or they lose their ksuba. Now that's in direct contradiction to what Rabbi Nachman said. Not the Mishnah. Rabbi Nachman had said that in our Mishnah, everybody agrees in the case of the islanders, she cannot drink. Tani Mia Island is, so to Yufti the Rav Nachman, this would seem to be a contradiction, a refutation actually, because he's an Amora, and therefore it seems to be a refutation position of Rav Nachman. The way Rav Nachman, if he were alive today, would defend himself is, and that's the way an Amora, the only way an Amora can defend himself if there's clear Tanoic evidence against him, is he needs to find a different Tana that will support him. So Amar Lach Rav Nachman Tanoi. It's actually Machlokes Tanoi. For Anad Amiki Aitan, and I hold like the following Tana. The sign we learned in a Brisa. Rav Shemra Lozer Eimer Ilanis Leshoyz Vilinat Asuvoso Shenem Vniksav Nizrazera Misha Dark Lazria Yotzusha Ain Dark Lazria Mamish Rav Nachman. This this opinion here of Rav Shemra Lozer is the opinion that was espoused by Rav Nachman. The pasuk says Vniksav Nizrazera that she'll be absolved and she will conceive, and he learned from there that. That excludes an islandist ever being able to drink, and therefore she never is able to drink, she loses Aksuba, which was the position that Rav Nachman was espousing. So Rav Nachman's position was based on the Shita of Rav Shimon Melozer. Yes, the Rabbonan disagree. That's the Bryce that we had before. The Rabbonan say, no. Uh, I'm sorry, the, 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 the whatever, the, 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 you could marry an island as long as you fulfill and the mitzvah of Kulubu, and she could drink all the Ksuba, right. Now, the Mora wants to know that according to the Rabbonon, who holds an islandist, is not excluded, then how do they deal with the words that she'll be absolved and, uh, 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 and conceived? According to Rav Nachman, in the position of Shimon Elazar, it's to exclude an islandist. But if you're not excluding an islandist, then what are you doing with that clause that she will be absolved? She will be her children. Uh, uh, so again, but and he holds an islandist could be included. So what do you do with that? So Rabbanon, so the Rab, according to the Rabbanon, I have an My avdile, what do they do with that clause of an ex of an Israel that she will conceive? It says me, they use it for the fall, they learn it like, like the following Brysa. What is the power Brysa? The Brysa starts right away with the clause. The Nixon is Rosera, she will be absolved and she will conceive. That means as follows, if this woman was barren, for some reason this woman is unable to have children. Nifkedes, the waters will have an a, a impact on her that she now will be able to conceive. So I don't think it means that if she's like had a hysterectomy, she's all of a sudden going to grow a womb. It means for some reason, some women just, I think it's difficult. She will be like Khana. Khana said, she threatened that if you don't, you know, if I don't have a child, she said to Hashem, I'm going to go and make myself into a sota, and then I will conceive. So one says that that's going to be a kiva. I'm a lawyer of Yishmod. And Khana said like this, can't be the Torah would allow for such a thing to happen. Why? Because then all these women that are having trouble giving, having a child, will go and put themselves in a situation which is not an appropriate situation. They will act in a, in a, in a somewhat promiscuous manner in order to allow themselves 
to drink the Mesota in order to be able to conceive it. Can't be the Torah is going to set up such a scenario. In Cain, Yisteru Kola Akaros, all the women that are having trouble, all the barren women will go ahead and do Stira, the Yifkudu, and they will be, uh, they will conceive, they will be remembered and conceived. The Zul, and the, and the modest ones, the Tzadikis, the ones that are not willing to behave in a way that's inappropriate to the overall Das Yehudis, right? Or since they're not willing to seclude themselves, have Sida, they're going to end up losing. It's going to be, it's going to be unfair to the women that want to act appropriately and therefore can't be the dadless system. So in Cain's, according to Rab Yishmuel, why does it say, my Tamil Loma, the next of an that she'll be absolved and she will then have some type of rejuvenation. She'll be able to conceive. It is like this. It means as follows. It doesn't mean that every woman. It means like this. If a woman previously was giving her births with pain, they now will be without, will be, will, 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 tranquil births. Nekevos, if she has only females, or this is current, she'll be able to have males. Kitsarim, if the children came out very, short, were, were, were very short. Yolez Aruchim, she'll have tall children. Shchorim, if they have dark complexions. Yolez Levonim, they will have light, pale complexions. It means that, that there'll be something that impacts in a positive way on this woman. But it's not here to exclude necessarily an islandess. And therefore, that is how the, that's what the opinion. It doesn't say what an islandess will quote unquote get for it either. Right? It doesn't say that, but it doesn't necessarily exclude it. Therefore, right. that is the way, uh, that is the right. way the Chacham and the Rabbanon will learn that clause. Let's go on. Asia's Mamzer, the Mamzer, we said that if the woman is a Mamzeres and she's allowed to marry a Mamzer, so then there's Kinu and Stira, she can go ahead and drink. Now the woman wants to know what's the Chiddush. Right. I understand the other cases where you stroll with a mamzer, so you, you're not allowed to perpetuate that marriage. But here there's nothing, the marriage is, is a viable marriage. He's supposed to marry, an Asia's mamzer is supposed to marry a mamzer. So what's the problem over here? Shito, right? So when it says like this, is that because if you have the father's a mamzer and the mother is a mamzeres, the child also is going to have that mamzer gene. So you might think that the Torah does not want to pro- proliferate mamzerim, and therefore we don't allow her to drink under such circumstances. Kamash Malan, no. If there's no violation between the father and the mother in terms of having a child and continuing on, we allow the, her to drink. So when it's treat them, no, it's, uh, that seems to be obvious that why shouldn't she be allowed to drink? Ma'ad is saying, to increase disqualified uh, progeny in Kalal Yisrael, lo leiflish, we should not increase, Kamash Malan, Kamsijah, that's not a problem. Aisha's Gerv Eved Meshukhrar, take out the word island, this is long there, that if it's a word, it's Gioris, Who's married to a ger or an evet who's freed also has a status of an uh, of a ger. An evet of an Ereknani that was let go free becomes a ger. So if they're married among each other, they can do kino and stira, and 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 the kohen will give them to drink. Where it says again, there's no violation. They're supposed to be married to each other. What's the problem? So then where it says like this pshita, it's obvious. So Mahal Jaseima, you might think like this, because the way the parsha of Sota begins, it says, Dabra o B'nei Yisroel. So you might think B'nei Yisroel means those who genealogically are pure genealogically Yisroel, which would then exclude 
for giving the Mesota to Geirim or an Eved Meshukrar. So therefore, Velog Geirim, Kamash Molan, comes to teach me that no, they are included. Whereas the Emahachan, I mean, how do you know? Maybe that's, that's a good point. Maybe it has to be full Bnei Yisroel. How do you know Geirim and, uh, and Eved Meshukrar are in the Parsha? Whereas it's like this, because you have a redundancy in the Parsha. It says, Dabal Bnei Yisroel, Vamarta. That Vamarta is extra. Could have just said Dabal Bnei Yisroel. Well, yes, and you will say. And you will say to include who? That's correct. Vamarta Rebuyahu to include the Geirim and Eved Meshukra. Let's go weiter. Eish is Kohen Shosah. We said that statement in the Mishnah that if a person is a Kohen and he's and he, and he was the Kinoy and Stira on his wife, the wife of the Kohen does drink the May Sota. So when it says Pshita, what is the reason that the Mishnah even has to stay that? Why would you think that for some reason a woman that is a Sota, an, a- an Aishas Kohen, does not get the opportunity to drink? So let me say it outside and we'll see it inside. The one's going to say an interesting thing. The way the Pusuk reads, is that a woman that is married to a man and he suspects of infidelity, does kinui and does thira, and, and, then, and then she secludes herself, she drinks. Now, the way the Pasuk reads, if in fact she did violate but was not raped, if she did have relations with a paramour and was not raped, then she will be absolved. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Then, then she's gonna blow up. Then she's gonna blow up. But, if in fact she was violated, but it's the person, they committed adultery, but the person, it was not, it was against her will, she was raped, so in such a case, then she's not going to blow up, because she's not a surah to her husband, if what? Right. So you, so therefore, that clause that states that as long as she wasn't, as long as she wasn't raped, then she'll blow up. But if she was raped, she can go back to her husband. That clause, you might think, excludes the situation of the wife of a Kohen. Because in the case of the wife of a Kohen, whether or not she willfully part, participated in the adultery, or even if she was violated, she would still be Asura. So maybe the Parsha then doesn't apply to her. Because the water, in such a case, what's going to, the, the, what, what are you going to say? That she's going to blow up in, 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 under both scenarios? That we don't say, so maybe you don't give her the water in such a case, right? Because the Pazic states explicitly, and she was, and she was not raped, only then can the waters be effective, because then she can go back to her husband, but Asia's Cohen not. So Mao Joseva, you might have think, thought that since the Pasuk says, and she was not seized, she was not violated against her will, so then she's Asura. Ha Nitpaso, which implies that in a case where she was seized and she was violated against her will, Muteres, she can go back to her husband. But that by definition excludes the wife of a Cohen, Zuzu, the wife of Cohen, holding it so that even if she was seized against her will, Asura, she's not allowed to go back to her husband. So you might think, therefore, we do not give her to drink. Kamash Malan comes to teach me that you do. Now, this really has to be analyzed for a moment, right? The Choram. Maybe that she was, that she was raped. But then she could. 
still go marry someone else and she's got a clean reputation, maybe. Okay, uh, but any, but the point is, the point that's saying is that, what do you, just let's have this step back, this really, what's really has to be, and we're not going to get into too much, even, means like this, a woman goes ahead and drinks, alright? She goes ahead and drinks. She blows up, we know that she violated, right? She doesn't blow up, so nothing happened. She's going to, but, but, and, and even if it was a, a rape, she can still go back to her husband. You can't say that by the oh. wife of the Cohen. So, Lechora, what happens if Itaka was a rape? How can we let her go back to her husband? Right? So that's a Shiloh in the Rishonim. But the way, I think the simple way to understand it is that, the, that, that there's also a, you're playing percentages over here. The way to understand this at a surface level is that as, if she, the, the biggest concern is that she participated willfully, willful, willingly over here. Now, we know that that's not what happened. She didn't blow up. Now you're saying, well, well maybe she was raped. That's not anything that we need to necessarily be concerned about. We'll see. Let's finish the next few lines because we'll circle back to that. But it's saying is, it, it's, it's saying one of two things, which the Tosus deals with. It's either saying is, we don't concern ourselves that she was raped. Or we saying, which would be a tremendous Chiddush, that even if she drank the Mesota, even if she, she was raped, she still can go back to the Kohen, which would be a very big Chiddush. Right. All right. says as follows. Umateres Lebala. Now, the Mishnah threw in is that she drinks and she's Moteres Lebala. Now, why do you have to throw the word she's Moteres Lebala? Lechora. If you're telling me that she's allowed to drink, by definition, what does that mean? She doesn't blow. She can go back to her husband. Right, so what do you have to throw in? And then she's Materes Labala. That's what the one wants to know. By the Kohen. It's the wife of the Kohen. Shita, obviously she's Materes Labala. So I'm Rafuna. Rafuna says something at first glance is like very difficult. He says the case is talking about like this. It's the Asia's Kohen. Great. She went ahead and drank, and she didn't blow up. She's Materes Labala. Even though we see that she starts immediately deteriorating. She starts deteriorating, right? I'm Ravuna, the Misnavna, that she started deteriorating physically. Where's it? One second. We learned a couple of days ago that if a woman starts deteriorating physically, it means that she has some merits. That's putting off the punishment. But, but, but that something actually happened and that she did, that she doesn't blow up right away. But if that's the case and you see her deteriorating, then what's the kasha? How's your mother back to her husband? That's the sign. It's a sign that she did violate, that she did commit adultery. Whereas a misnavna, if it's misnavna, how about kulamayim? That means the waters checked her out and found her guilty. So says the Gemara again like this. Unbelievable. The Gemara says like this: Is that if what happened is that is that when she started, when she drank immediately after she drank, what you found was that she started deteriorating in the areas that normally will blow up. Her belly, her thighs, that's where the deterioration, the sickness that starts. So that's a sign that what? She had a relationship. What happened over here was, she started deteriorating her other limbs. Right? She says her head, her, 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 her feet, her arms. It means there was other parts of her body started deteriorating, but not the part that is normally affected directly by Sota, alright? So therefore, the other limbs were being affected, not the limbs that normally blow up, right? So now, what does that mean, though? Let's understand this. So, the one is going to suggest the Havamini here, which you have to circle back to what we said before. The one is going to say, so you might think like this. 
This is really very uh, 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 timely in terms of, uh, actually not very PC, but we'll see the answer, the Nuskana's PC. What I was going to say like this, you might think the Pshad is like this, you know what it means it happened? What happened over here was that she did not commit, a, a tenacious Cohen, she did not commit adultery willfully. If she committed adultery willfully, then what would happen? happen? She either would blow up, or if she had merits, what would happen? She would start deteriorating how? Stomach, thighs, belly, in the way that she would normally blow up. So why is this one not deteriorating in the normal way? Because must be, something happened. But what happened? It was against her will. She was violated. She did stira, she secluded herself, and then the person raped her. So in such a case, so she's not blowing up in the normal way, but it does affect her negatively. And, and it does affect her negatively. In other words, it's still, there's still a big hit, as we're saying is, and, and she still can go, so you might think, therefore you might think that, that, this is what you might think, right? So you might think the fact that she ended up becoming de- deteriorating, not in a normal way, it means that something actually did happen, might have been against her will. And if that happened, then what would you think about her going back to her husband? She should not go back, because even if it's against her will, the Kamash Malan is going to be that if it's not affecting the limbs that it's supposed to affect, then it's some other sickness that this woman has that has nothing to do with what happened behind the closed doors. And that's why she's allowed to go back to her husband. But just the Chiddush over here is a tremendous Chiddush. Listen to, I mean, it's, 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 what it's saying is that, that you might have thought that she isn't being affected negatively. Why? Because, not in a normal way, because no matter case where she was violated. But what you see is that even when she was violated, we're still punishing her. So why? What would be the Havamina? The Rishon speak out. The Havamina was because she put herself in that situation. Don't go seclude yourself and expect that nothing is going to happen. So you might think, therefore, that's a sign that she's being punished. Kamash Malan. What's the Kamash Malan? So you could say the Kamash Malan is that no. That even in a case where she would have secluded herself, we still would not be able to say, oh, she's being punished and being held accountable. And therefore, the fact that this is happening cannot be even a situation where, cannot be for sure where, where, it did on, where she was partook, because then she would have blown up or it would have been a normal way. But it can't even be that it was being raped, because that, nothing still, there would be no, uh, it would not have had a negative impact upon her under such circumstance. But if the, there's no Kina Nisteria in a situation where she really is honest, where she really is raised... Well, we're, we're not saying it's not Kina Nisteria. We don't know. Right. The Kina Nisteria is going to be Kina Nisteria. Right. But then we go back to the original question. But then how do you know? What happens if Shitaka was raped? What happened in such a situation? So you're saying is when she's raped, she has, she's not embarrassed to say what happened right. because it's against right. her will, but she does have to leave her husband. I mean, it's not... Uh, you know, but anyways, I'm to say, that you might think that the fact is having some type of negative impact is a sign that there was some type of uh, uh, illicit relationship that occurred. The fact that it didn't happen in the normal fashion, the Ba'onis is talking about because she was taken advantage of behind closed doors. So therefore, the Ba'onis is annoyed. And therefore, Legabe Cohen, she would not be able to go back to her husband under such a Kamash Malan. So what's the Kamash Malan? The Kamash Malan, we don't assume that that's what happened. And we don't assume that there was 
an onus because we don't say there was an onus that would affect her in any kind of negative way and therefore we don't suspect there was an onus over here. Some kind of other sickness is affecting her and she's muteris the violent. You see that, the, that if it was onus, he would prohibit her. If it was onus, yeah, that we know that. That's the halakha by Aisha's Cohen. By Aisha's Cohen we're talking about over here. By the way, we said we're not taking into account that I remember whatever it was an onus. So then she's not Muteris Labal if it's an onus. So why aren't we concerned? The fact that water didn't hurt her, maybe it's an onus. And saying so we don't take that a chance. Maybe it's not, it's not a percentage that we concern ourselves with. Let's go on. We said Aisha's Tris Shota, that a woman who's married to a Saris, now, Rashi in the Mishnah, which is about Moritz Havaman here, learned that a Saris is not able to have relations. So if a Saris is not able to have relations, so Rashi says, so how is it possible that you have a situation, because remember, the water only works is if the husband first had relations, and then, so he said, Rashi said, in the case of the Mishnah, he had and he became a Saris later. That's how Rashi had to learn, because Rashi was going with a presumption that a Saris is not able to have relations. So Morris now is, is, is reversing that. The Morris saying is that a Saris, it's true, a Saris is not able to produce Zera. Not able to produce Zera, but he is able to have a Bia. And if he's able to have a Bia, so then, of course, why should an Asian Saris not be requ- uh, obligated to, uh, why, why, not, why, why, why would she not be allowed to drink? So Pshita, so of course she could drink. So Mahadastema, you might think, like the Havamina, that the fact that he is a Saris, then he cannot fulfill me Balade Isha. He cannot have that the man, the paramour, lived with her, aside from her husband having lived with her, because he was a Saris, uh, and maybe this fellow, and, and we have to view him like not able to have relations with his wife. Kamash Malan. What's the Kamash Malan? Kamash Malan says Rashi, he can have Bia. He can't have a Bia that produces Zera, but he can have Bia, and therefore, there's nothing wrong with giving her to drink. Now, Rashi does bring out that the Gemara Yavam has talked about there's two types of Saris. There's a sris chama, that a person is congenital, something that happened, uh, wasn't done by a human being, wasn't done by man. So a sris chama, a woman's allowed to stay married to. A sris is. Sris adam, if it was something that, 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 that a man did it to him, it's not allowed to stay married. He says it has to be talking about a sris chama over here. Because if it's a sris adam, we wouldn't perpetuate that marriage, and therefore we would not be allowing her to drink, to get back to him, because it's actually a losa saying the Torah, for her to continue that relationship with somebody that is a Sris Adam. Yes, not allowed to get married. Yeah, that's the whole question about certain types of surgeries, prostate surgeries, things like that. That our Moshe's got many chuvas on this issue. Okay, let's go on. So we said in Mishnah that the man who says, I don't want you uh, secluding yourself with this person, it could even be a relative. And a relative means somebody that anyway she's not allowed to have relations. It's still considered to be a kinui. And there'll be a stira, and she will be forced to drink, uh, and, and she can be required to drink in order to return back to her husband. So, Mara Chita, why would you think not? Why, why kinui could be, why would you think that kinui cannot be with a relative? Right? It's bothering a husband that, it, and actually, it would make sense. The, the, the people that are most accessible to a woman Brother. are the relatives. So why would you think you can't do kinu with a relative? 
Tzmois is like this. I'll tell you why. Because the Pasuk says in it, Nitma, she defiled herself, she defiled herself, it says twice. And from there we learn that defiling herself, Asr not only to her husband, but who else does she become Asr to? The paramour. So now, so you might think, this is what you could have thought, that only someone, that the act defiles her now to the paramour. But someone with a paramour was also from before, that person doesn't apply. Maybe you can't give it to drink under such circumstance. Kamash Malam, we don't say that. So therefore like this. You might have thought, Nitma, Nitma, twice, Nei Pa'amim. Echad Labal, Echad Labal, one for the husband, one for the paramour. That that act of Znus, that act of promiscuity is what answers her to the paramour. Aval Ha, but in the case where it's a relative, she already is prohibited to him from before there was any type of adulterous behavior. So therefore, maybe in such a case, you don't give her to drink. We don't make such and she can drink even if the person is ushered to her, her particularly because he is her relative, the one that the kinui was done with. Right, let's go on. We said that, uh, however, there's, the only, there's two scenarios where you cannot do kinui. One is if it's a child. Now, there's a machlokas here between in, in Rishonim. You know, the Rambam and the other Rishonim. What does it mean? It says, why not cotton? Because the Pesach says, ish. He, uh, it says that she went and she secluded herself with a man. So man excludes cotton. Now, what age of a cotton? So this is, so the way Taisus seems to learn is like this, is that talking about that he is above the age of nine and above, between nine and thirteen. So because why? Because his beer at that point is considered to be a valid beer. So therefore concerning beer, alright, so therefore, he might be viewed as an ish. Right? So therefore, Kamash Malan, that no, that between the age of 9 and 13, there is no, uh, maybe I'm switching on the sheets. That's one opinion. That there is no, uh, there is no kinui. Right? I think the other opinion, the Ramam holds, no. Between 9 and 13, there will be a kinui. He's a, the kinui that's talking about, you can't have with a, uh, so where the minor is if he's below the age of nine. Right. That's the machlok. I, I might have, I, I think I, I flipped it around. But anyway, that's the two opinions over here. Ish amar rachman of aloy cotton. She'ena ish. And it says also the other one that you cannot have kina if it's not a man. What is it? If it's not a man, what, what are we talking about? She'ena ish. What is there? You cannot do kina on a she'ena ish. What is that? Lemute mai. What is it coming to exclude? Simona says, ilem lemute shochot. Shachov means, Rashi means down, it's a person that is not able to maintain an erection. That's somebody that is not able to complete a bia because like literally the flesh is dead. So therefore, that, on such a person, there is no uh, kinui. There is no kinui on such a person. That's the, so it's ena ish, means he's not able to act completely as a man. So Gmona says like this, that, but Mara says, that can't be. Why can't that be the pshat? Because Amar Shmuel, Shmuel said, Shachuf Mekanen al Yodo. That a person that is a Shachuf, our particular case, someone that is not able to maintain an erection, he says, there is Kinui. There is Mekanen al Yodo. You can do Kinui with such a person. Uposel Betruma. And more than that, in a situation where a woman had relations with a person that is a Shachuf. And 
then, and he would, uh, a person that would disqualify her to a Kohen, she becomes disqualified from that Bia, and she's not allowed to eat Truma because of him. Means the act of Bia, even though he's not able to consummate completely, but it's enough to be called a Bia to disqualify her from Truma, and to create a situation of Kinnistira, and she should be able to drink. So therefore, can't be a Ish means a Shochut. That's what I was asking. My wife just wants to clarify, why did Shmuel even have to say it? Right? The wife says, yado, pshita. Well, of course it should be Kino. His Bia, <coughs> while not a complete act, is, it should be enough to be considered some part of a Bia, and therefore, why would you think that you cannot do Kinui with a Shachal? What's the Havamina? It's really asking on Shmuel, but also on the Gemara's Havamina. Why would you think that a Shachal should not be included? So, Mao is the same of a Shachal Ish Oisa Shikh Vazera. Because the way the Pasuk speaks about the, the paramour had relations with her, it emphasized it was a relationship of Shikh Vazera. So, Shikh Vazera means that it resulted in their being Zerah. So you might think that's why a Shachl who cannot have such a Bia would not be included in the Parsha of Kinui. So Amar Rahman of Halabar Hachiu and then and, and and this person is not able is not capable of that. Kamash Mulan, that's what Shmuel is telling me, that doesn't matter. He still he could do Kinui and should be uh, with, with such a person and there should be get Sira and she should drink. And therefore bottom line is that can't be what our Mishnah meant when it said Vishaina Ish. The second thing that Shmuel said, that his beer will disqualify her from Truma if he's a disqualified person to the Kahuna and therefore has relations with her, will turn her into a Zona or whatever it is. Again, you might think like this, that the Parsha that talks about becoming disqualified to the Kahuna says, He will not desecrate his offspring. Now, implies it's a type of beer that can produce offspring. And this fellow cannot have a bia that can produce offspring. So you might have thought, therefore what? That his bia will not disqualify her from truma, from a calling. So that's the Chazara Amarachmana, the Isley Zerah, specifically a bia that has Zerah, the Chalal, Zerah Lechal, that can produce offspring that could become desecrated. Delays the Zerah, life Lechal, but someone who's not able to produce Zerah will not desecrate, not, obviously not the children, but not her either. Kamash Malan, no, even if he's not able to produce children, still able to desecrate her. But the but bottom line is, circling back, we still stop with what clause? When it says that you don't do kinu to a, 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 a cotton, we understand. What does it mean with eina ish? What does it mean with eina ish? How do you, it's not talking about a shachab, so what is it talking about? So, elamute elbikachab means a guy. What does it mean like this? That a husband cannot say, do a case of kinu and stira with that guy. Maybe that's what it means, right? Perhaps. Right? So, we know it's not true. Because Ravuna said no. A husband has a right to say, I don't want you secluding with that person, even if that person is an Ovikachavim. And also his Bia is a Bia that disqualifies an Isha from Truma. So now, just going back, same scenario. Why do we have to even say the Mekanal Yad of Shita that you that you should be able to do kina with an Ovikachavim? Why would you have thought not? So, my understanding, you might think, because it's saying this, we had this story before, it says, Nitma, Nitma twice. 
One is to tell you that her actions causes her to become husband to the husband, and the other one is that actions disqualifies her from the paramour. But by an Ovechichavim, she was already disqualified from before. So maybe you think the parish of killing stira and, and, and drinking does not apply. So therefore, I'll just say, one for the husband, one for the paramour. Where she is, Asr, Bahaznus, through that act of promiscuity, that's when she becomes Asr through the paramour, that's when you drink. She's Asr from before, so therefore you might think it's such a case, maybe she does not drink. Kamash Malan comes to teach me that what? That even by an Avikachavim, which is Asr even from before, there can still be a Kinristira and give her to drink. Upoiso. I'm sorry, Kamash Malan. Now, what about Paisal Betruma? Why would you think that the beer of a, you have to state that, that the beer of a Kham can answer her from eating Truma? Why do you have to state that? Obviously, what's the shock? Why not? So, what is it like this? Shita, what is it like this? You know, I'll tell you why not. Because the Parsha that says that a woman who has relationship, relations and becomes disqualified from eating Truma reads as follows. Malad Yosef says, Ubas Kohen, Kishiyele Ish Zar. That Ikisiel Ishzar is literally means that she marries someone that is estranged, someone that will cause her disqualification, right? So that says Kisiel, that she will marry. So you might think that therefore the only time she becomes disqualified if it's a kind of person that what? She can actually marry, she can actually marry with a Gittin and a Kedushin and, and, and Gerushin, but an Ebukhan doesn't have that, maybe he doesn't have the ability to disqualify for, from the Kahuna either. So in the Izam Rahman, the Bar Havaya, that is in the Parsha of Kisir Laish, in the Parsha of Kedushin, in, but the Bar Havaya, but it's not in the Parsha of Kedushin, like Kamash Malan, comes to teach me the Apostle that he does disqualify even if he's not in the Parsha of Kedushin. Now, how do we know that? How, how do we know that? Midrab Yochanan, it's based on the teaching of Rav Yochanan. Dhamma Rav Yochanan, Mishnah Yishmo. Rav Yochanan is going on actually a, a Parsha in the Torah. The parish in the Torah says like this. It says that if a woman marries a person, okay, and who's a, a, it's a Bas Kohen, a Bas Kohen marries somebody that's a Yisroel, alright, she's no longer allowed to eat Truma from her father's house, right, as long as married. Now, if she has children with this Yisroel, and the husband either divorces her or he dies, she cannot go back to her father's house and eat Truma because of the children that she had. But let's say there were no children, Right? Then she's allowed to go back. That's the, that's the psukim that we're dealing with right now. So, man, not, you know, I, so comes along, Rabbi Yochanan, Mishun, Mishun, from where do we know? Ovid Kuchavim, the Evet, Shabo, Allah, Kahenes, Vallah, Halaviyah, that an Evet, or an Evet, or an Ovid Kuchavim, Evet Knani, or an Ovid Kuchavim, that had relations with a Kohenes, or Halaviyah, or even a Labas Yisrael, and any three of the classifications, Shepas Lua, they disqualify her now from ever eating Truma. Shenemar Ubas, she becomes a Zona. So how do we know Shenemar Ubas Kohen Kisiel Almana Begrusha? It says Ubas Kohen Kisiel Almana Begrusha that if she becomes an Almana or a Grusha, so right. So therefore, it says over there that if she becomes an Almana and a Grusha, then we have to analyze. What do we have to analyze? Right. When is she allowed to go back? When is she not allowed to go back? Under what? What's going to make the difference? Children. If there's children, so it says their children will make a difference. But he learns. But if it's someone that you cannot divorce, then even without children, 
It makes no difference. That's what, that's the drusha of Rabbi Yochanan. That's how he darshans it. Almanav Grusha, Mishi Yeshua, Almanav Gerushan. Somewhere where there is a concept of her becoming an Almana where he dies, or he can divorce her, that Gerushan Ba. There it makes a difference were the children or they're not children. But Yotzav Kham, that excludes another Kachavim. How does it exclude another Kachavim? By there, what does he learn? It makes no difference. What do you mean it makes no difference? Whether or not there were children or no children, what's going to be? She cannot go back to her father's house and eat truma. So the bottom line is, we've now knocked out, it cannot be referring to a shock of somebody <coughs> that is not able to complete the bia. it cannot be referring to an over kuchavim. So what is it where there is no kinu? What's the case where there's no kinu? Cotton, I understand. What's the case of Ainaish? Uh, that if a husband specifies, I don't want you, I think you're becoming too buddy-buddy, uh, uh, too close with the, uh, the, the family dog, whatever it is. Right? So in such a case, that, that, there's no such kinui by a behemoth. The ain's nus behemoth. Why? Because even though it's a capital offense, but it's not deemed, it's not called znus. We talked about over here, it has to be something that is a znus, that impacts negatively upon the husband's relationship with her. So even though this is not something that, uh, that, that, that this, the Torah says you have Misa for, but it's not called an act of znus with an animal. And therefore, they cannot have kinu. Kinu can only be when it's an act of znus. That's what Dumar is saying. Now, so Amarav Papa mi Barzakio le Rav Ashi. How do we know that which the Chachamim said, that ain't snus behema, that we don't view the, uh, the, the act of uh, bestiality as a znus. Right? Again, it's of 100%. It's, it's, it's an abomination. It's a chiv misa. But how do you know it's not viewed as a znus? like this. That there's two cases that are prohibited to bring an animal to the Beis HaMikdosh. One, if it was an Esman Zona, that it was given for services rendered. person gave a Zona an animal for her services, for having relations with him, and now she wants to bring that animal to the Beis HaMikdosh, it disqualifies the animal. That is considered to be... She has, she's having Znus. She's having a relationship with a person... And the animal is payment. That creates a disqualification in the animal. The other case is if she exchanges an, an, an animal for a dog. Machir Kelev. Somebody gives her, I, I, have, an, a dog, you have a dog, I have a, have a sheep, you have a dog, I want to switch the dog for the sheep. When you make that exchange, it creates a disqualification in the, on the sheep and you cannot give it to base on We're not getting into that. We're really we're more interested in the first case. Now, what does it say? The positive says, God's name. These two cases are us, sir. So, we want to dodge on these two, but not another two. What other two is being excluded? What about if you flip it around? What happens if a person says, I'm going to pay you a sheep to have relations with my dog? I'm paying you a sheep to have relations with my dog. That sheep will not become disqualified. Why? Because the only time the sheep becomes disqualified when it's an act of znus. If it's an act of znus, it taints this spiritually taints the sheep. But this is not called an act of znus. Therefore, so yeah, we're seeing this is the raya that having relations with an animal is not viewed as an act of znus. So therefore, the two cases that are being excluded is one is have relations with my dog and I'm paid with my sheep, or the case is. I exchanged uh, uh, the dog I, payment for a sheep. No, no, that the does disqualify. Right. The second case where it doesn't disqualify is if a person says like this: "I am going to give you 
so the first one is Esnan Kelev. I'm giving you a payment. I'm giving you my temptations with right. Umachir zona is I have a, a shivcha that is a zona. I have a shivcha that's a zona, and I'm exchanging my shivcha. You have you can have a take my shivcha and give me your sheep. So that doesn't disqualify either. Why is that? Why is Kelev worse than as that, that? I'm not getting into that. But the point that we're trying to say over here is that if you're paying with a sheep for a relationship with an animal, does not create a din of snus and disqualify the animal. That's the proof that's being brought. So therefore, Mutarin, Shneim, only the two mentioned the possible Osir, Shneim below Arba, not the four. But circling back over here, so now, so have we got an answer? We do have an answer. What does it mean, Eina Ish? That you cannot do kino if it's ain or ish, if it's an animal. That's what it means. There's no kino by an animal. Now the Gemara goes back, circles back all the way from before. Alright? We said that, originally we said that what does shachaf mean? That what, what, is, what does ain or ish mean? A man that cannot complete the beer. And we said that his act is, we thought it would be that you cannot do kino on that person. We said, why not? It's a beer. Whereas I, uh, why would you think? Because the positive says shikva zero. So he's not able to do Shekhva Zerah. So Moshe says, okay, so Maskana, why does it say Shekhva Zerah in the Pasuk? So Moshe says like this, the Ella, Shekhva Zerah, Lamali, if in fact the beer that you can do Kinu, he does not have to have beer with a Shekhva Zerah, why did the Pasuk even mention Shekhva Zerah? That's the question. So Shekhva Lamali, so Moshe says, me boy lay, look at the sign here for the following Brysa. Shekhva Zerah, Prakla Dover Acher. The Moshe says like this, is that the beer, the type of beer, has to be a beer that where the zera normally goes. Right? It's a type of beer that means if the person gets very specific with his wife, he does kinui, is that I don't want you having intercourse with this fellow. That's, he doesn't, you don't have to know mention it. If he does mention that's a kinui. But he cannot say, I don't want you having any type of other physical act. That, that would not be a good kinui. Alright? So when it says, my Dabr Acher, so that's the Vyashik was there, Brother Dabr, what Dabr Acher? So I'm Rabbi Shesha, it's Prakla Shekinah La Shaloka Darko. So the point first, the Havamina is that if it's a Shaloka Darko, not in the natural way, not in the natural way, Vyashaloka Darko, that would be that that's not a good Kinoi. The Moshe says that can't be because we know in Kula, all the prohibitions it makes no difference whether the be is kedarka or the be is shalok kedarka. The Moshe says Amal le Rava shalok kedarka mishkevei ishah. The pasuk says you can't have relations mishkevei isha. It says plural the, the the dual type of ways of living with a woman, which means be is kedarka is considered a regular beer. So why can't there be a kinoi for a be is kedarka? So the Moshe says you're right. Bia, if you say bia kedarka or shalok kedarka, it's a valid kinui. So what is it? What is excluded? El amarava prakla shikino derech ebaram. That's what I was referring to before, where you said specifically that a type of uh, intimacy that does not involve the bia kedarka, but shalok kedarka, derech ebaram. Derech ebaram means using other limbs, having other physical contact. That is what God. You, you, it's, she's not allowed to do it, but that would not be a kinui that could lead to a stira that could lead to her having to drink. That's what it's referring to. So Moran said like this, why would you even think that? That you have to exclude it. The only reason to exclude it, you might think that that makes her into a sota and she would have to drink. But that doesn't answer her. The fact that she has that type of relationship with someone, it's wrong, 
but it doesn't answer on her husband. Why would you even think that you have to tell me that she might, you might think she might do Kinnish theory in such a case and have to drink? Why? That doesn't answer on the husband for that, so why would you think there's Kinnish theory in such a situation? That you have to tell me you, that, it, that you have to mention that it doesn't. So, Amalea Baya, Amalea. That's just, that's, it's acting in a, in a moral way, in an appropriate manner. But it doesn't, that doesn't be, uh, Pritzusa mi Asurachmana. Now, the one means over here, of course the Torah doesn't allow Pritzus. But it means, uh, that you, there's no Isser that you would think that she has to drink the soda waters for, that it's Pasha you wouldn't have to, so why do you have to tell me that she doesn't? Of course she would not drink in such a case. It's not Bia. So Elam Rabaya brought the Shekinah law for the Shekinah. And he says like this, what it's telling you is that it's excluding the scenario where you, again, you have to be very graphic in the Kino you're giving, that you can't have Kino uh, genital contact without penetration. That you say to her that I'm giving you a Kino that even genital contact you know what I have with this fellow, even though there's no penetration. On that, you cannot do such a kinoi because kinoi ha- because it has to involve penetration. So Mora says like this, one second. We know that there is something called hara. Hara means that initial act of bia. Not the complete act, but the initial act. Because machlok is what's considered the initial act. One taka holds, there has to be some level of penetration. There has to be achnosat Torah, yet there's some level of penetration. The other opinion holds, even general contact is considered a full valid via. And you can be chayv on all the things, even if it's only contact without penetration. So now this only works like the opinion that it's only a deemed a full a, a bia if there's penetration. So a kinoi on genital contact is not a good kinoi. But if you hold that, that genital contact is considered to be a bia, then why wouldn't it be a good kinoi either? When it says like this, this only works that that the initial stage of Bia is putting the top part of the Aver into penetrating into the woman. But Nishika is not considered a Bia at all, and therefore it's not considered a Kinoi. So the Haina Nishika, that's why you're excluding Nishika from the case of from, from the case of Kinoi because it's not considered a Bia Bia. Alamanda Amar Hara Zunashika, but according to the opinion that Hara is Nashika and Nashika is a full fledged beyond. So my equal how could it be that it's not included in Kinu? Why wouldn't it be included in Kinu? So the Oilam the Shekinu Derechibon. More circles back again. More is a, a very interesting thing. It's going back to the case where there was no general contact, there's no penetration. You said I don't want you having any form of physical intimacy with the fellow. So our question was, that's not Bia. Why would you think you need to tell me that that's excluded from the Kino? Of course, there's no Bia there. So what it says like this, because the Torah's whole point was the husband gets jealous and gets upset. So maybe it's all based on the tolerance level of the husband. And the, since the husband becomes infuriated, he doesn't care whether legally she had a Bia or didn't have a Bia. He's telling her, I don't want you to be that guy no matter what you're doing. Therefore, you might think that you could do a Kinoi. Mm-hmm. In a case where it's only uh, a derech evorim, so Mao is saying that maybe the Baal Tal is based on the so the the, the uh, in, insistence and the tolerance level of the husband Talirachmana and the husband he's just as makpid. He's like, oh, that's okay, you know. We're not pulling a Bill Clinton over here. That, 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 that's not okay. That from the from the spousal relationship, that's. They don't make those distinctions. So therefore, Kamash Malan comes to teach me that it might not be a difference in terms of the way the husband views it, but how logically you still can't do a kinoi and a stero in such a scenario. Gentlemen, have a good one.